This is a Willits Point Shea Stadium bound 7 express train. The next and last stop is Willits Point Shea Stadium. Welcome to the Subway to Shea podcast. Anthony Rivera here with you to discuss all the news, all the happenings surrounding that team from Queens, the New York Mets. You can follow the show on Twitter at Subway to Shea and listen to the show on Anchor.fm. Now, questions that I've been hearing throughout the week. Who is going to be the president of baseball operations? And who is going to be the general manager of the New York Mets? Well, Sandy Alderson had a press conference and he answered those questions. But then you might not have heard the answers that you've wanted to hear yet. No, he did not name anyone to these positions because there is a front office directional change, a complete 180. They are stopping the search for president of baseball operations and only continuing with trying to get a general manager for the team. It's been a struggle for Sandy to find someone to take the reins as the president of baseball operations because they haven't been given that much access to talk with executives. Especially if it's a lateral move. If you're trying to poach someone else's president of baseball operations, it's probably not going to work. And you probably won't be getting permission to talk with these guys. A la what happened with the president of baseball operations in Milwaukee. So the Mets have struggled just to get interviews with these guys. And because of that, There will be no president of baseball operations, at least for this season. Sandy says that he will have more of a say in what goes on in the baseball operations. Originally, he was just going to be the team president and stand back as the president of baseball operations and the GM made a lot of the calls. But he is going to be a prominent figure this season, that's for sure. So what's going to happen Will there ever be a president of baseball operations? We don't know. One thing we do know is they did not reach out to Theo Epstein. Obviously, Theo wants to take the year off, which is respectable. And maybe that's why the Mets have decided to put this search on hold. Maybe they really want Theo. I know I want Theo. I know a lot of Mets fans want Theo to be the president of baseball ops. But now is not the time. He's taking a year off. He wants a break after running the Red Sox and running the Cubs and helping both of those teams win the World Series for the first time in a very, very long time. And I'm pretty sure the Mets will revisit this once Theo is ready to get back in the game. But for now, the search is on for a general manager, and Sandy has mentioned that he's talked to at least a half a dozen candidates, and he has interviewed them, and there might be 
second or third interviews, I assume that we might find out about a general manager maybe into the first week of December, definitely after Thanksgiving. But there's no timeline on a GM hiring at the moment, but Sandy would like that to be done sooner rather than later because we have free agency to think about. Now, obviously, that won't stop them from tinkering with this roster. So don't expect, because there's no general manager, that Sandy won't get to work and start improving this roster and getting the pieces the Mets need to succeed in 2021. And you know what? If they don't find anyone right now, I think I'm okay with it for this season. Sandy Alderson has the experience. He's been a general manager before, and he's been a general manager with this team, as you've seen him take him to the World Series and two straight playoff appearances. So why not trust in what Sandy's doing? Let's just sit back. Let's not get antsy. Let's not get too angry or upset about what is going on here. The Mets are in a new regime. Steve Cohen is running this team. And he puts Sandy in charge. Now, if Sandy didn't have any baseball experience, I'd be a little worried. But because of the experience Sandy does have, I'm just going to see how things get handled. Don't worry. At least not just yet. Let Sandy put these pieces into place. Sandy did mention that he wants a GM who is capable of growing into the president of baseball operations. So whoever it is that is named GM, I expect them to within a few years, if it's not Theo Epstein, to take over that role as president. One name that won't be on that list is John Rico. He is not up for that role, but he will be Sandy's right-hand man. So who would we like to see be the general manager of the New York Mets. Well, looking at some of the names that have been tossed around, obviously Michael Hill, who ran the Miami Marlins, is one of the top of the line candidates, definitely for me, especially since he oversaw a lot of that young, good talent that came out of that Mi- those Miami teams. So I wouldn't be disappointed at all if it was Michael Hill who became the general manager of the Mets. Obviously, there's a lot of talk around Bobby Heck from the Rays front office as general manager. He oversaw the drafting of Carlos Correa and George Springer and helped with that Astros team as well as what he's been doing with the Tampa Bay Rays the last couple years. Obviously, could Sandy go back and look at a J.P. Ricciardi and a Paul DePodesta? They joined the Mets. Sandy Alderson hired them and they were his top lieutenants. So uh, could we see them make a return? Obviously, there's also Billy Owens out there in Oakland who Sandy Alderson has worked with before. Could he be a possibility? We don't know. No names have really been given out. So these are kind of names that I'm just throwing out there, names that I've seen in uh, articles. Another name from the Arizona Diamondbacks that I liked that I saw was this Emil Sawade, and he spent 15 seasons with the Red Sox, starting out with uh, Theo Epstein, and he helped 
draft Mookie Betts and Jackie Bradley Jr. So a general manager that if we can get in here with the mindset also of drafting well would be nice to see the Mets go after. But I I feel like the Mets are going to keep this close to the vest. We're not going to hear too much about this process. Uh, Names are not going to, I don't think at least, leak out as much as we've seen in the past. Obviously, uh, Mike Chernoff's name leaked a little bit as he didn't want to come to the Mets. People said he was a front runner. Then Steve Cohen came on Twitter and said that he didn't even know about that. So, I mean, let's see where this front office heads. What direction will they go into? And we can only just wait. Sit back, be patient, and wait to see what happens. All I know is if they don't find a general manager and if they don't find a president of baseball operations in the future, that for the moment in time, Sandy Alderson can run things. We don't want him to, but he can do it. He's got the experience, so we'll see. Another big note from the press conference was that Indeed, Luis Rojas will manage the Mets in 2021. So all the talk about if a general manager comes in and he gets to decide who is the manager of the team, that is done with. Sandy said all the people that he's talked with and he's interviewed have all been in agreement that Luis Rojas should manage the team. And he will get that opportunity. He will get a fair opportunity to manage this team in 2021. Now, originally, I was all for once we got a new regime, it's bye-bye Luis Rojas. But to be honest, he really didn't get a fair shake. If we can all be honest, He really didn't get a fair chance to run this team. The pandemic put an end to a full season. And not to mention, Rojas became manager about three or four weeks before the season began. Especially after what happened with the firing of Carlos Beltran. How much time could he have had to go over everything and and get this team ready? He knew the team from being the quality control coach, but this is a different transition for him. So now he gets a full season to show us what he's made of. And hopefully for him, it's a success. His coaching staff, on the other hand, has not been confirmed. Not at the moment. They're going to be reevaluated by Luis and Sandy going forward. Another noteworthy comment coming out of the press conference and questions were asked about Michael Conforto's contract extension. And at the moment, there has been no talks. But there could be, and there should be. And Sandy already said that he loves the core of this team. He says that there are a few players away, but that the core of this team is there. With Michael Conforto, you got Pete Alonzo, Jeff McNeil... Jacob DeGrom, Dominic Smith, could have Andres Jimenez could be a part of that group. But the core is there. Brandon Nimmo. The Mets got a lot of things working for them. So even though the Mets will be going after free agency this year, let's not forget that they got to save some money for Michael Conforto. Because I want to see him return as well. And as I mentioned... This setback here 
will not stop the Mets from acquiring talent. We know in past regimes with the Wilpons that it was a step-by-step process. We had to do this first to get to this, to get to that, to get to... No, not here. Not with Steve Cohen, not with Sandy Alderson. Even though there's no general manager in place, the Mets are still going to be in the hunt for free agency. And at the moment, nothing's going on right now. No teams are signing any players. Teams are still struggling with the roster they have right now and who they probably will need to release because this was a rough year for baseball. This was a rough year for the owners. No money was made for these teams. A lot of them lost money. The Yankees lost money. The only owner that didn't lose any money was Steve Cohen. So free agency is going to be a big, big thing this year. And I do think the Mets should stick to signing players this year. I don't feel comfortable making any trades. And I know Francisco Lindor is out there. And they're dangling it in front of us on one of those fishing poles. You know? Here, come for the taking. But here's the problem. We don't have enough depth pieces in the farm system. It's not time yet to make that big trade. Why not this offseason concentrate on free agency? We have the money. Steve Cohen's the richest owner in baseball. Let's stick to that. Not even mentioning the fact that with Robinson Cano being suspended... The Mets get an extra $20 million to spend. Now, instead of getting one or two free agents, maybe they'll go after three. Maybe they'll go after some more. They may not get all the top free agents, but they will get some. And that is something you would have never thought to have happened under the Wilpons. So I'm going to wrap this show up here. It's a short episode. I just wanted to cover what happened in the press conference. I thought it was pretty big to talk about what Sandy has moving forward. I mean, just knowing the fact that not being left in the dark about what's going on with the front office is a big step for this team. We may not have found out in the past about who would be in charge. But we know that there's a process, and I think we just have to be patient. We just have to stick with them. Everything will be okay. And soon enough, we will get into free agency. Now, originally, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to get into the hot stove. But we're going to save that for another episode. Maybe the next one. Right now, no one's signing. So we have all the time in the world to talk about it between now and February. But we'll definitely get into it soon. Uh, One note that I want to talk about, congratulations to Terry Collins, retiring from baseball. As you know, Terry Collins was a really good manager for the Mets. Now, I know the record doesn't show for Terry. I know it was a rough time for him in the beginning of his Met tenure. The first four seasons finishing under... 500, but then the team took off in 2015, went to the World Series. 2016, only went to the wild card game, but back-to-back playoff appearances. 
So a lot of people who kill Terry for his in-game management, and I've done it too for his usage of the bullpen. Let's not forget what he did working with players. There's one video that I'll never forget, and I'll leave with this. There's a video that I saw of Jacob deGrom, very upset getting crushed by the Texas Rangers for about eight runs. And he's sitting in the dugout looking dejected. And Terry Collins comes over to him, has a conversation with him, and tells him that everything's going to be all right. Ever since then, Jacob deGrom has been an absolute beast. And he is quintessentially right now the best pitcher in baseball. Terry had his ups. Terry had his downs. But the players loved playing for him. He finished his career, his seven-year career with the Mets, with a 551 wins and 583 losses, a 486 winning percentage. But in his 13-year career, he almost got to 1,000 wins, five off. But he retires, and we congratulate him on his retirement. Hopefully, he gets to enjoy his time off. And I am heading off into the sunset for this episode of the Subway to Shea podcast. Listen to us on anchor.fm and follow us on Twitter at Subway to Shea.